The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at KFUO.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. Amy 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. Thank you for listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time for our moment on the lighter side. And once again, we join our favorite fishing and shepherding supply store owner, St. Peter of St. Peter's Hook and Crook. I hadn't said anything the last couple of weeks, Peter, but how are things going there at the Hook and Crook? Well, you know, uh, Gary, like most businesses, Things have been a little slow, what with the COVID and all. Uh, of course, at this time of the year, with summer coming to an end, the demand for fishing supplies tends to slack off anyway. Uh, on the other hand, it won't be long before people will be lining up at my door for their annual fall sheep dipping. Oh, don't forget, our special Dogo sheep dipping deal is coming up in just two weekends there, Gary. Dogo special? Well, well yes, you know, di- dip one, get one free. <laughs> That's right. Uh, however, I would remind uh, all of your listeners uh, that all the sheep that are brought in to be dipped must be wearing their mask. You know, all of this talk about sheep dipping reminds me of a parable that Jesus once told us. And what parable is that? Well, perhaps the most famous of all parables, the parable of the sheep and the shepherd. I know you always have your Bible handy there, Gary. Would you please read for us the parable that Jesus speaks at Luke chapter 15, uh, verse 4. Okay, I've got it right here. Let me open up the page here. Just give me a second here, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to find it here. Okay. All right. Okay. And Jesus says, if a person has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, does he not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the lost one until he finds it? When he finds it, he lays it on his shoulders and is glad. He goes home and calls his friends and neighbors together and says to them, be happy with me. I found my lost sheep. So I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine good people who do not need to repent. Now, there are five facts we can learn from these words of Jesus. Now, I realize they are facts we are not always aware of. In fact, at times we may even doubt their truth, but they are facts nonetheless. So what are they, Peter? Well, the first is, as the text says, that we are in the wilderness. What do you mean by that? Well, you see, we live in a nation where God has literally opened the windows of heaven and showered his blessings down upon us. So good has he been to us that perhaps we've got comfortable and even started to settle down here. But we must remember, this is not our home. This is still the wilderness. Every day we are reminded of this when we look at the headlines in the newspapers. There have been riots in many of our major cities. People are struggling to get by because of the pandemic. Of course, just just a couple of weeks ago, we memorialized that tragedy of 9-11 when thousands died in an act of cruel terror. We're shocked at such tragedies, but we really shouldn't be surprised. In the wilderness, you see, there are many lions and jackals just waiting to devour us. That we haven't seen them more often is a testimony to the protection of our shepherd. But they're there, believe you me. You're right. Sometimes with the great blessings of our nation, we forget that there's still a very evil world. That's true. We are shocked by the tragic headlines. But the fact is, every day, little children die. Every day, somewhere in some nation, a soldier dies. Every day, thousands die, as they do day in and day out. Truly not in such a dramatic fashion as in the headlines, but they die nonetheless. This is a wilderness we live in. 
It is incapable of providing life for any length of time, and certainly it cannot provide eternal life. So the first fact is that we are in the wilderness, which is not a very comforting thought. I hope the second point is better. Well, I'm sorry, Gary, but the second point is perhaps even more disturbing. You see, we are the sheep that are lost in the wilderness. We're lost? I thought only sinners are the lost ones. Well, you're absolutely right, Gary. And sometimes it's so obvious that others are lost, isn't it? Sometimes their sins are so clear and so plain. There is no doubt that those who perpetrated the violence of the headlines are lost people. But we must not let the obvious sins of others obscure our own sinfulness. As Jesus testifies, all men have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. No one is righteous. No, not one. But as you said before, that may be a fact, but it's hard to believe that about ourselves. And yet it is absolutely essential that we do believe it. That we believe we are in the wilderness and that we are the lost sheep. Jesus was well aware of wicked men and the calamities of this life. He once spoke about a tragedy that surely would have been on the front page of every paper in his day. The story of how a cruel Roman ruler by the name of Pilate killed faithful Jews in their very act of worship to God. What are we to learn from this, Jesus asked, that some people are worse sinners than others? No, what Jesus said is that we all should repent, lest we all perish. Again, I'm not denying that. That is a fact. I'm not denying that. But certainly, it is the clear testimony of Scripture. We are born in sin and conceived in iniquity. But why do you say it's absolutely essential that we know and believe it? Well, go back to the text, Gary. What is it that Jesus says at the end of that parable? Read it for us again, if you would. So I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 good people who do not need to repent. Don't you see, Gary, it's absolutely essential that we know we are the sinners, that we are the sheep lost in the wilderness. For only then can there be joy in heaven over us. Only then will the rest of the facts of this parable apply to us. And uh, what are the, the rest of the facts? Wherever there is a lost sheep, there is a good shepherd who seeks it. Read again, Gary, this time from the beginning of our text. Once more, Jesus said, if a person has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, does he not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the lost one until he finds it? For those of us who find ourselves in the wilderness, not knowing which way to turn, the beautiful promise is that there is someone looking for us. Someone who will keep searching until he finds us. I think that last part about how he goes after the lost one until he finds it is particularly important. Why is that? Well, obviously the shepherd that Jesus refers to is himself. He is the shepherd who looks after his lost sheep. He is the shepherd who did not stop looking even though that search led him all the way to the suffering and death of the cross. You see, that's what he means when he says he goes until he finds the sheep. He will do everything to save that sheep, even give up his own life. So he did, Gary, for you and for me. But of course, that is neither the end of Jesus' story nor the end of the parable. That's right. You said there were five facts, but so far, I only count three. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're doing good counting there, Gary. <laughs> we'll try to keep it under 10 so you have enough fingers. <laughs> well, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, though, for those final two facts, though. You're going to have to wait until next week. For I may not be a shepherd seeking sheep, but, you know, I am a shop owner serving shoppers, and it's time for me to get ready uh, to go back here to the hook and crook. The people are lining up already. They're looking for that BOGO special on the sheep dipping. And don't forget, here at the hook and crook, we are your headquarters for all your fishing and shepherding supplies. I understand, Peter. 
But before you leave, could you just summarize the first three facts we learned of the parable of the shepherd and the lost sheep? Well, yes. So, so first of all, we live in a wilderness. Oh, uh, on the way, there will be an occasional oasis, small plots of green grass and still waters. But don't you ever forget, we are not at home. Secondly, by ourselves, we would all be lost in this wilderness. And I do mean all of us, for all of us are sinners and would be lost unless redeemed by our Savior Jesus. And that, of course, is the best of the facts so far. We do have a Redeemer who does not stop until he finds us, even if it means going to the cross. But there are other good facts to come. Uh, facts about a place better than the wilderness where we now reside, comforting facts about how we will get to those better places. But again, Gary, like I said, I got to get back to work. Uh, God's blessing to you and all your listeners. Until well, next week, Gary. Thank you. And next week, we'll find out the other two facts. We are the messenger of good news, KFUO, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere.